this better yeah this should be all right perfect okay so should we get started let's go ahead okay so let's break tradition here for a moment mariam and let us try to let you do your own introduction because i know that nobody in this world can possibly do you any justice so please go ahead <laughs> tell the people who you are you're too kind to me sanandini but uh, i'll give it a try <laughs> my <laughs> name is uh, mariam no i am a writer i write poetry and i enjoy writing it quite a bit and uh, besides poetry i am a business analysis manager with american express so that's about it i guess i don't really <laughs> know what else to say all right so tell me if someone met you for the first time what would they think of you and how far would that be from who you actually are so someone who meets me for the first time would uh, believe me to be proud and closed off uh, with a little bit of attitude as they put it these days uh, a bitch too if they may <laughs> but uh, <laughs> i personally like to believe and hope people who've come to know me believe it to be true as well that i'm not any of those things and i try to not be any of those things uh, i love meeting people i love interacting with them and uh, getting to know them you know and uh, i think it's possible people may perceive me that way because uh, i carry myself in a certain manner that was imbibed and strongly emphasized by my teachers in a high school uh, i grew up in a parsi convent in a parsi mm-hmm. hostel so carrying ourselves like confident and demure young ladies was a very important part, part of our time there so that's possibly one of the reasons but uh, trust me i'm a very warm person i like meeting new people <laughs> oh i know i know for my students i know that you're a sweetheart don't worry about that <laughs> Oh, you're too sweet. <laughs> yeah, people can think what they want. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how big a part does poetry play in your life? Uh, poetry constitutes at least fifty percent of my life and my time. Uh-huh. And right. I, I think that's a pretty huge thing. Reading, writing poetry is like it's like breathing to me. it's like a breath mm-hmm. of warm fresh air after spending decades in a dark cold room so that's exactly very very uh, very poetically said i might add <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had to do it i saw the opportunity mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yes, uh, i indeed, <laughs> I indeed yeah. identify with this it's a huge part of uh-huh. my identity i really that's don't great. think i'm uh, very interesting without my writing <laughs> oh sure that's not true <laughs> <laughs> so poetry we know is a huge part of your life what else what other interests do you have besides that besides poetry uh the things that keep my interest peaked mm-hmm. are languages and cultures because okay. uh, i grew up uh, in a very culturally infused family and uh, besides that genetically as well i am a part of uh, quite a few cultures i think <laughs> so okay. i try to keep learning about them and and i try to absorb as much as possible as uh, as much as possibly i can hmm. about them uh, the time right so tell me more about what it was like family can you hear me 
yeah yeah i i just said i said tell me more about what it was like growing up in a culturally inclined family so my family has always maintained uh, an environment that uh, appreciated and created art my uncles and aunts uh, mm-hmm. my mom as well our shires and shiras so our evenings at home were infused with mushairas at home when i was growing up almost every other weekend mm-hmm. and faiz ahmed faiz mm-hmm. ahmed faraz meer taqi meer galib all of these uh, were like household names and uh, mehdi hasan saabs kulamali saabs ghazals could be heard playing in corridors almost all the time at home and my daddy as well was a very avid admirer of classic english poets and uh, critically acclaimed films and writers so all of it uh, had a huge hand in building my heavy foundation in poetry sounds like you got the best of both worlds honestly <laughs> i definitely did yes okay so tell me mariam you have been a part of the indian poetry scene for a while now can you share some interesting people or incidents with us uh nothing comes immediately to mind but uh, the indian poetry scene uh yes i have been a part of it for a while now and uh, i've uh, enjoyed it a lot i will be honest mm-hmm. when i say i haven't been able to be an active part of it for the past uh, two and a half years or so but uh, when i first moved to delhi from pune i met a lot of uh, writers from the poetry circuit in new delhi and uh, it was quite amazing to see how many people how many you know people from our generation at least are trying right. to keep the art alive and uh, they say poetry is a dying art but uh, i refuse to believe so now there not just in delhi but all over india all over the world people are still writing right. people are still letting their ink flow so very true then it's been a very very le- a huge learning experience actually i mm-hmm. developed my writing by listening to other writers attending uh, slams uh, organizing slams there was a lot of mm-hmm. networking involved so it's a very it's a very bustling and very energetic scene and uh, it's just lovely to see how many people show up to these things and you know the whole environment of it it's it's just breathtaking oh the environment is electric it's really nice absolutely it's electric you can feel it just flowing through your veins yeah and so i think the only place that i feel like i belong in in the world is on a stage while i'm performing so that's that's one experience i always hold close to my heart well said so we we are moving on to something slightly more serious now what kind of discrimination have you faced from mainstream society for looking and talking the way you do and especially you know uh, coming from the kind of background you do and being multi uh, racial or multicultural what kind of what was that like i'll be honest my life uh, growing up uh, as a half black child in india was uh, quite unforgiving mm-hmm. it still is i went through racism on a daily basis and i still do as well it's very bizarre you know having all these identities and not being able to reconcile them and fighting discrimination throughout that internal struggle external discrimination it's it's a huge thing to ask of a child but uh, eventually i learned how to deal with it and i grew up 
and uh, it doesn't phase me as much as it used to but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well it wasn't uh, it wasn't an easy thing for a child to deal with i have a very convoluted family history as well and that reflects in my poetry right but like what is the most hurtful behavior that somebody you know <laughs> i can't me- point out one very to one specific thing that people do you know people will sometimes uh-huh. i think uh, it's just plain curiosity but you know there's there's a very uh-huh. fine line between being curious and being polite about it and being just outright rude some people likely come up to right. me and ask me where i'm from and you know what i'm doing here and then some people uh-huh. will just you know rudely just stare and keep on staring people will pull on my hair ask me if it's real and uh, it's all very it's very unfazing oh god <laughs> you know you know honestly i mean kudos to you for surviving all that and taking it on the chin and uh, honestly if i were you i would be putting all of that in a book so tell me are you working on one right i now? am i have been working on a book for quite some time now for the past 2 years and uh, we're almost really there so i hope to i hope to get it published by the end of next year at least wow that sounds amazing i am definitely buying <laughs> you're too kind yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so one more thing i wanted to ask you would you agree that creatives are the soul of a thriving society absolutely they are yeah but then we tend to be unforgiving towards those who are different from us right why do you think that is i think that is just human behavior that's how we mm-hmm. are conditioned to perceive anything that is different from us of course uh, without right. art without creatives society wouldn't thrive for long they wouldn't have anything to yeah, take because, them with movies films art. yeah because in the lockdown that Yeah I think in the lockdown we saw this more than ever like people are you know binging on Netflix they're binging on stories on music and what not and it all comes from a creative mind exactly right? and if we don't have that then what do we have as humanity what do we have to survive exactly. for art is what we live for art is what is imbibed in our whole lives everywhere you turn yes. you see there is art but uh, of course people people tend to differentiate with the creatives people tend to discriminate yeah. against people who create art because uh, they have a different way of thinking they they perceive everything differently and uh, it Very not true. always is to the liking of society so please one huge thing. i think i think that i think it boils down to the fact that creatives refuse to follow the rules right exactly so that doesn't sit well with people exactly mostly. society is just one huge condition and any condition yeah for any long amount of time i won't say is a very healthy thing true all we need to do is just rise above it and keep creating mhm yeah because i mean i've seen that that no matter what society says or does creatives don't stop creating exactly that's like the best thing about them absolutely so tell me what is the best thing about being you and in retrospect would you have chosen a different path for yourself the best thing about being me again i think it just comes down to my poetry i think uh, without the experiences i've had in my life as a child and as an adult 
I wouldn't have been able to put out the the kind of art that I do out there with mm-hmm. any other different experiences. I believe myself to be my biggest critic and uh, I criticize myself more than anyone possible for the work I do for the kind of poetry I write. And uh, I definitely wouldn't choose any other path in my life. I think, I think uh, a lot of people live their life without knowing their purpose. And I, I feel right. sometimes to know that writing is my purpose. It is what I'm meant to do. It is what I was born to do. And I am Amazing, as sure of it as the bones in my body. Well, that's so like I was saying, just can you please quickly tell us where to find you on WhatsApp? On WhatsApp? Yeah. Uh, sorry, on uh, Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram, uh, I yeah. go by. <laughs> on Instagram, I go by Kitab Al Zohar. It's uh-huh. spelled K I T A B A L Z O H O R. It literally uh-huh. translates to Book of Roses in Arabic. Beautiful. I very actively uh-huh. right now. I post okay. once in a while because okay. um, I'm trying to concentrate more on my book. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, okay. Thank you so much, Mariam, for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you so much for having me, Sanandani. It was an honor. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.